3: Welcome to Club of Bim Bam. My name is Justin McElroy.
1: My name is Travis McElroy. My name's Kid Vid, which is which my Christian name is Griffin McElroy, the baby's brother. And Kid Vid uh, is like
3: his, his like vacation uh, nom de Yeah, blues. you
1: know how everybody has a vacation name when they're out on vacation? For this one, I'm Kid Vid because I'm glued to the screens.
3: Hey, it's Kid Vid in this one. Welcome to Club of Bam. This is our summer series where it's just like this mimimim m- you've come to know and love, I hope, and, but it's kind of a bit of a major vibe. And, yeah. you know, we, like, we took the summer off, and we're spending our summer working at, like, you know, like a resort, and maybe, like, Justin's teaching volleyball, and, like, Griffin's teaching uh, beach video games, apparently, and I'm, like, maybe doing surfing. And maybe, like, one of us has a crush on Stacey Carosi. And, you know, like, we're all just hanging out, and you used to our antics at Bayside, but
1: now we're Oceanside. Do you remember when they made Summer Coke, and they just put mangoes or whatever the fuck in there, and the flavor was so bad that you were legally allowed to go into a convenience store and kick over the display case? You were legally <laughs> allowed, all and in fact, if you did that, you got a free good drink of your choice from the, from the business.
3: <laughs> they said, we're not legally allowed to do that, but thank you for freeing us from this prison.
1: They said, we hate, we hate Summer Coke is what they said but you're not gonna hate summer uh my brother my brother me because i'm out on a beach and i'm doing a video game seminar about fester's quest
3: (laughs) where did he hide all the light bulbs where that's the kind of thing you're gonna uh reach
1: out and where's uh, the where's the the brick sprite in the wall that you can walk through and there's morticia and the husband one having sex (laughs) having (laughs) it
3: you know Puggy's up to his things Puggy, Puggy and whim day. <laughs> Puggy,
1: and Pug- day. Um,
3: Puggy and Wim's day. Puggy and Whim's day are into their tricks.
1: Don't bring into a game and the genie. And there's cousin whom? Don't bring a game <laughs> genie into the seminar. I will skip it across the ocean's waves, and it'll be lost to Neptune's <laughs> bounty. Um, and he can break his game. I hate video game cheaters. as almost as much as I hate summer coke.
3: Oh, hey, it's uh, new Bim Bam Club Bim Bam guest star Miguel. He's here to talk to us about some great cocktails for the summer. Take
1: it away, Miguel. Hi, Miguel. I hope you don't have a, a racist accent. Oh, boy. Did you have one? And now you're thinking of a less racist accent, Miguel?
3: <laughs> I kind of thought Travis would be Miguel. Okay. I, I was about oh, to I was about to applaud you, Griffin, for jumping in and talking to Miguel to excuse yourself (laughs) from their sensibility. Oh, yeah. I sort of put the
1: bunny ears up for not having to be Miguel in this podcast scenario (laughs) that you foisted on us. Hi, I'm Miguel. Um, Hi, (laughs) Miguel. Hello. I would like to tell you about beach cocktails. Yeah, please. What what are we working with? Some um, uh, Mai Tai? A Muay Thai? Something like that? What I like to do is crack open this coconut. And mm.
3: then I pour it into this pineapple, okay. and I put a shit ton of rum in there.
1: Hell yeah. Can I ask why you don't just leave the coconut in the coconut? Why you have to put it in another vessel?
3: Well, we bought a bunch of pineapples on sale, and now I okay. need to use them before the end of the summer.
1: Sounds like you, really didn't think that, you didn't really think that one through, Miguel, and now you're kind of compromising the product. Well, it's the only thing keeping this island's economy afloat, Griffin, but sure, if you want the economy to go down hey Fuckies do you know what the do you know about the sex easter egg in fester's quest for the nes <laughs> what hold on time out no one's getting a drink for 20 minutes show me this easter egg, oh it'll everybody. take me much longer than 20 minutes to find this sex easter egg <laughs> keeps moving keeps moving around on me sunsoft you got me again guys
3: it's like house moving castle you just damn never sunsoft catch
1: up this. keep the porn in one place my guys <laughs> why
3: you gotta make it so hard on a preteen to find the sex
1: easter eggs it's so hard to find the sexy Strix in Fester's quest, and that the game genie would make it easier. I wish I hadn't skipped it into the ocean. Got th-
3: the sad thing is, there's at least one person. There's one human being listed this who, are, who is currently is thinking, "Man, I still got that table around. I got to dig back into that. You see if I can find it." You.
1: That sounds find- like my sounds like my stuff. Find that pixelated coitus. <laughs> Boy, I love the summer months. Beep, 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 beep. That's the sound of it. How's the summer for you all?
3: Wait, no. I'm curious how everybody thinks it would sound (laughs) if Gomez and Morticia from the Anastasia had sex in an NES game. (laughs) Travis, if I could just hear yours one more time. Me, 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 me. (laughs) Okay. uh, uh, Mine, I think, is more like...
1: Mine would be, like, spoken through, um, like, one of those... 8-bit voice modulators that they could only get, I think, on, like, Sega Genesis games was where they first came up, where they're like, oh, yeah. And it's like, what was that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Sex. Hey, Steven, can I talk to you about
3: Fester's Quest real quick? Uh, we're about to release it. How did you go so far over budget?
1: The game, it's not that big a game, and... I can't see where all the money went. Well, there's a sound blaster chip embedded in each cartridge. And we got that in there to really get the sex noises.
3: Hey, you know, you've heard of the Mode 7 chip. This is the Mode
1: 6 chip. This is the Mode Wait, 16, Mode sex 69. In this
3: game? I don't know if we can put this game out. <laughs> Not for everybody. Oh. Just for those diligent children.
2: <laughs> 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 What's great is you find you find the kids.
1: fester's you find the Fester's Quest Sex Easter egg, and then Fester actually walks towards the camera <laughs> until he gets very, very close, and then he provides like a sound blaster voice chip sex lesson. Why you saying seeing as completely natural <laughs>
3: Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, approved. Thumbs up. Release away. Sounds great. Yeah. Greenlit. We've gone gold, folks. And that's say Miguel it. lost his job in the video game industry and ended up slinging drinks at Club <laughs> MBBM. He was just so gratified that somebody had found it. How much budget did you think they spend on diagrams? Because there's a lot pretty blocky pixels in there. If they have to render anything with any accuracy. I feel like it'd be a little tricky. This yeah. does explain why Fester's quest was just like you walked through one door and it was the kill screen. Because apparently yeah, the, like, they put short the rest game, of like, the game behind a pixelated wall.
1: <laughs> all the um, all the all the spooky energy could be found just on that first little map. Little did you uh, know the real spooky energy was hiding behind that secret sprite. Um, Secret um, Sprite was my second least favorite, um, modified beverage that they released (laughs) for the summer. Can we do some advice? I can never find it. Yeah. Because we just spent spent seven minutes talking about fucking Fester's Quest, the NES Uh, game made by Sunsoft, full of sex. I think it was full of Sunsoft. I've said it so many times now that it must be true.
3: Like, I'm trying- I I just want to do- I want to address something really quick. What kind of fucking misguided- Logic was going on for the uh, uh, Sunsoft corporate family where they thought, you know what kids are like into right now? Um, th- the fucking adams family well, that's not only hot, that. right
1: I, what member of the adams family has the most heat right now
3: <laughs> well, yeah which one is like really cuz here's the thing the adams family movie didn't come out until 2 years after fester's quest what? so this is trying to cap- yes, Travis, what I'm telling you is this is trying to capitalize on the heat from the series that ran from 1964 to 1966 and this game came out in 89 right so it's like, like what are they trying to trade on it, Don't was even actually, give me sp- it was the brother game to its sister game, which is a game based on the one normal human from the Munsters, but it was oh, just yeah. like her going, it was like a Willie Beamish scenario where she just like walked around town and made friends with people and ate a sandwich.
1: Don't even get me started about Pugsley's scavenger hunt. Like, why would you think we want to spend a lot of time with Pugsley, <laughs> and why would you think we'd want to spend that time looking for hidden items in the Adams house? Anyway, um, can we please not talk about Sunsoft games anymore?
3: Uh yeah, I just want to real quick say air the acrobat and moving on. Uh just before we get in we wanted to tell everybody uh, we got special guests this week Jake and Amir from If I Were You their podcast and of course all their uh YouTube videos and uh tv show and everything they're on our podcast to uh, give some advice to you the people just like they do on their podcast
1: and travis so Travis, straight is to you on their episode that goes live today also travis is on their podcast we did a little crossover because there's things also an advice podcast and the beef has been like so real lately mm-hmm. and the the mm-hmm. let's call it what it is which is a full-blown social media battlefield we needed to yeah. we needed to um, dis, dis disarm each other, and so we've done this with this joint operation.
3: Yeah. So every everything's cool for now. I really want to stress that for now. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, so here's a question: My roommate moved out four months ago. He continued to pay his half of the rent while I lived alone until the end of our lease. Considering that I've done all the cleaning, how do I split up the deposit we get back? Does he still deserve half since he paid rent all this time, or do I get a larger chunk since I was integral in getting the deposit back? That's from Courteous Cleaner in Kansas. You know, it's a funny thing about security deposit, especially when you're younger, because I think you do give, like, they're treating this in this question. I was about to take unbridge with the fact that they're treating it like a bonus and not like money that they're getting back that they paid together. Um, but like the truth of the matter is, when you're that age, it might as well be like, well, never seeing that money again. Yeah, uh, that's true. yeah. yeah but, you, but the thing is, is, you're right though. It's not your deposit isn't a reward for cleaning your apartment. It's the money that you needed for them to give you the apartment in the first place. And like, if t- he paid half of it, it's it's like. They just held on to
1: your, like, $500 and then hand it back to you at the end of the year. Can I tell the sorrowful tale of... uh, We're gathering on the fucking Midnight Society fire. This is part of of Mabim Bam Club. Uh, It's nighttime on the beach. I'm about to throw that coffee creamer into the fire and make it spark up. And then the words, the tale of the Batavia, Ohio apartment, (laughs) lost, damaged deposit, because Travis is a Goombus, uh, appears on the screen. And then I tell the story of, we had a, a, a hookah we used once... And it was a fateful time because it fell over, and we didn't realize the coal had rolled under the the coffee table. And when we found it, luckily it hadn't burned our house down with us inside of it, but it did burn a perfect circle into the carpet. And Travis, his fucking Tinker Tailor mind ticking away, tick, 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 he said, how can I solve this problem? He went into a closet and cut some of the carpet out of that closet and then glued it into the circle that was missing. And the landlord caught both things. They said you fucked up two parts of the carpet. Now, you are missing a key to this story,
3: Griffin. There's a very big element. Oh, you're yes. Oh, you're right. I burned my foot very badly on the coal. Well, that too. But when we moved in, they were offering a special in which the deposit was only $100. So after we moved out and they tried to get money from me, my justification was, I guess you should have Charged more money
1: for the deposit. You should have charged. You should have bu- trusted us less. Yep, and they never got that money. Good. Um,
3: uh, I had a friend in college who uh, he had ridden his apartment hard. I would say, and, <laughs> and, and put it down wet. He he put it down wet. He wrote it hard, and um, uh, he's a dear friend. We spent basically all our college time there. And then when time came to move out, we all really hated his landlord in that sort of adversarial relationship that uh uh, college renters can only have with their landlord and since he knew he wasn't gonna get his damage deposit back the day uh he moved all his stuff out he burned his initials into the carpet with lighter fluid now i know what you're thinking (laughs) that's not how that works that's still a crime and the answer is yes you're correct but nothing bad came of it um my friend justin was living in his apartment and the landlords informed him that he needed to get the fuck out because they were going to demolish the building halfway through his lease to turn it into a parking lot for the Marshall uh, University Stadium, and that they were not going to refund him any money or anything like that. So we had a party and destroyed his apartment. Like, that and our fine. justification was they were going to demolish. we are going to do it anyway. anyway. Yeah. yeah. So we yeah. like knocked doors out of the frame and kicked
1: holes through Fuck walls. Yeah. And, man, we're a bunch of we're hell. a bunch of rowdy rebel boys, aren't we? Yeah, for sure. Used to be. Um, here's the answer to this. First of all, I, I mean it. I'm leaning towards you gotta just give them their part of the deposit back because they paid that money probably without agreeing to not get it back if you cleaned up the house. Also, I'm assuming they cleaned up their self mess when they moved out four months ago. And the fact that they kept paying the rent, like, yeah, I think they get the money back on this one. Yeah, that's true. You got a
3: whole apartment to yourself for, like, four months? And they paid the
1: rent for it? Like, that's, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, you gotta give them their money back. Yeah, sorry. Um, Do you want a Yahoo? Absolutely. This one was sent in by, um, this one was sent in by Level 9000, Yadru Drew, Drew Davenport. Thank you, Drew. It's by Yadru Answers, user ya-who. By the way, still waiting for that other shoe to drop. Still waiting yeah. for Uncle Verizon to be like, should we call it Verizon Answers? No, let's just delete this incredibly valuable resource. If anybody, like, kidding aside, if anybody
3: has a contact over at Verizon, like, that, that would know... There's, the answer is probably nobody right now because who gives a shit? But like, if anybody could reach out and just put in, put us in contact with them, or um, uh, we would really appreciate it. Also, I'm if if not watching. We'll, like we'll do we'll do some synergy, and they can call it McElroy Answers or something like that. <laughs> if I, not, we'll have to do some social media campaigning, and I don't want it to come to that because that can be exhausting.
1: I tried yelling at the the young woman from the eight from the, from the Verizon commercials where she's like in the store. And I just yelled last time that I saw those commercials on my TV, like, please don't take this from me, like, over and over and over again. And in fact, I've done it every time that commercials come on. And that's because that's the secret. you got to visualize the energy and put it out
3: there. I'm pretty good friends with Can You Hear Me Now? But he moved, he's at um, Sprint now, so that's no good either. I I I bet we can go down to the kiosk at the mall and just see what that kid knows.
1: Which store does the woman from the commercial work at? Because I think she's the... You're talking about my friend Milana. I think she's the president of... Oh, you're right. Ah, Bean, she probably wouldn't be able to help us out with the Verizon thing unless she knows some sort of government backdoor into Verizon servers.
3: No, anyway. it's just her and Flo and Can You Hear Me Now and all the other human <laughs> spokespeople <laughs> and, hanging out. Where, where's the beef? And where's the <laughs> she's beef. there. <laughs> where's the beef is there? <laughs> They're all there. Time to make the bonuts. John Machida. They're Dirt, all there.
1: Dude, you're getting the Dell got... Um invited in after uh Jared left was was k- kicked out. He was dishonorably discharged. Anyway.
2: Yahoo. They're just all sitting around
3: a kitchen table eating Garmin Boza, just like being terrifying. Um, um like that one and- scene from Firewalk with me. Anyway,
1: here we uh, go. Uh here we go. Yahoo asks, that's the user's name. Um, is there anything you can do to mute the sounds coming from the bathroom if it's about ten feet from the living room? I don't even understand. <laughs> I don't even understand why I have to ask this. Same, bro. Uh, how is there not a product on every shelf, in every convenience store to do something about muting bathroom noise, from urination to defecation? Thank you, doctor. Um, should I just put a button with a music player nearby, or' don't I automatically have loud music play when a sensor detects the door closed?
3: That ain't mute. You're ta- OK. Yeah, you're we're talking, talking about two about different things. drowning out. That's yeah. boring.
1: Yeah, it' it, baffling. The loud music is a non-starter because if I have friends over and I've made them a big meal and we're watching, you know, Bachelorette, and then I leave the room, and then from down the hallway they just hear. (laughs) His matcha repairs. (laughs) (laughs) Like they're gonna know what's happening down that hallway. What you need is you need some sort of like airlock scenario
3: and like baffling and maybe some like culking around like maybe some like a uh, foam that mm. fills up a doorway do you think if, if old-timey people who use outhouses like we think of them as so backwards but if you think if they came into our world and the modern world and saw what we did they'd be like oh my god you do it in the house you just shit that's in the house
1: you just in shit houses? in your house that's but wild that's profane Wow.
3: You just, like, basically go in a closet and shit in a hole? What's the matter with you? Let me get this straight. The same place where you nurse your infant baby and lay your head down to sleep on pillows of down is also where you decide to shit? That doesn't make sense. That's
2: repellent.
1: That's all the same air. You understand that, right? Like, we we live in the 1700s, but even we get... That's the same air, dog. Next you'll be telling me you let your women vote. The... Well, we gotta think about... I mean... First of all, there is a wonderful place on Earth that has figured this out, and if we did this in the Japanese style, we would have a button on the toilet, and this really only covers two um, onesies, um, because they have a button on most of their toilets that, you know, they have the bidet function and then pressure, temperature, uh, sweet scent uh, is one of the buttons, but then there's a button that just makes water noises happen, so nobody can tell what is pee and what is the brook.
3: Griffin, Um, you gotta take
1: that a step further. Just splashing, splashes. Just have
3: it randomly trigger when no one's in the room all the time at random. Oh, intervals. I
1: see. So every I have friends over; we're all sitting at the dinner table. Like everybody knows we're all at the dinner table, and from down the hallway, it's just
2: <laughs> she's mad. <to> <laughs> <everybody!"> <laughs> uh, <sighs> what if
3: it? What if it just made the noise of a human defecating constantly? That's what I'm saying. What if, yeah, like cam ca- camouflage, right? Right. You can't Jesus. hide it, so instead you gotta hide in
1: plain sight. Damn, Mike, okay. where, where did you get that new car? That's fucking awesome. I came into some money. Um, I did some, let's just say, widely distributed voiceover work. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like oh, the, the, It was right. like the you hunt can... the hunt for Siri. It's like the hunt for Toilet Man. Because when you press the toilet, it's just one guy just going like, oh, come on. And, <laughs> and it's, it's I, like, I oh, you a little bit extra. But you can get
3: expansion packs that include Snoop Dogg and Shaquille O'Neal.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But the base the base pack is just a guy like, please. um, And then like that guy goes to Quiznos or something like that. Is like, let me get the deli scramble. And they're like, holy shit. Can you say that again? Because I think it's him. <laughs> we found him. Toilet man. Can you say not like this over and over again? Can you say not like this like in the Matrix movies? By the way, why did you quote the Matrix movies <laughs> while you were recording this? And why did you only record, like, five sounds? And why did you record no sounds of the stool being, like, deposited? It's just human man speaking. And even why even for the women if there, is, gray, there the, is no spoon? What was that meant to say? What was that all about? And even in the women's restrooms, they use the same voice box, which is weird, you would think. <laughs> would you want
3: somebody who's, like, obviously Rocky-style scraping for every inch, like, fighting to the <laughs> nail? Or would you want somebody who just, like, is a stone killer and goes in and no-scopes... Like no, no, just blast it clean out, like no problem. I would actually want it to be a variable, Justin. So that some right. days I could really pull for him. Oh, there's and a dial. I could be
1: really proud of him. <laughs> there's a dial that on the toilet before you punch the button. That's like how Buck about to get in here, and it's it's represented <laughs> by the hospital pain scale. What would be
3: fucking great is if they could work a little bit of narrative in there. You know, like if I'm going to have to listen <laughs> to this guy crowing about this is twos all the time, he at least we're getting like he's maybe he's a spy (laughs) that would be good (laughs) or just one time mixing some muttering about his asshole boss or maybe maybe like just a little crying yeah he's like reading his secret government files while he's doing it so you're like piecing
1: together I have to pass this data chip I swallowed in Moscow (laughs) or or
3: maybe you can make it like a romantic storyline where you can hear him like intermittently practicing his vows right oh I love that
1: oh he's got a nervous tummy it's a big day for him um, the third option is, of course, anti-sound. And you may be wondering, uh, Griffin, what is that? Well, every sound has an anti-sound that cancels it out, so if you play both at once, it's just silence. Right, so there has to be true. some sort of way to put a mic in the turlet, and then it generates procedurally anti-sound for your your humiliating splashes. I love that, Griffin. So That's I a th- great th- idea, actually. I that think tech it's, exists. It's gotta be like... You know what I mean? Like that's the opposite. Like is the opposite of what a toilet sound would this be. Sound and from you, Pepsi man? Yes, that's a that's a good ass reference, Travis. You just somehow went deeper than Fester's quest.
3: <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Something everyone can enjoy. Dear brothers, three. I work as a print production manager for a small athletic apparel company. There are only five employees. My boss is very annoying slash childish. An unspoken part of my job is to be her friend. She complains when we, don't, when we don't like her personal posts on FB. That's Facebook. They don't say that. I was clarifying. If I come to work and treat her like my boss and not my BFF, she retaliates, and the office dynamic turns into a weird Mean girl spinoff. In response, I have started to hate bake every Monday. I bring in some homemade baked goods to work. I find the recipe with the most butter and watch as my coworkers, who are on perpetual diets, gorge themselves. Am I good? And that's from Counting Your Calories and Cali. And they say at the end, as if to cut her off here, uh, cut us off here, uh, I am looking for a new job. Okay. Because
1: so that was the obvious. Hey, out. dog, you're like the Count of Monte Cristo. If he was bad and actually made dope-ass Monte Cristo sandwiches for his, his, his worst enemies and then had them eat it. And they said, mm, great sandwich. Well, back to being <laughs> evil. You did to be not plan the, the the revenge plan in the actual novel. The Count of Monte
3: Cristo is about that well thought through. It's it's a weird plan that he has in that book, and it
1: was about this uh, effective. But it's like no, it's not this effective because this effective is here is some cupcakes. Ah fuck! Ah fuck! I just thought about it, and I just <laughs> gave you cupcakes. That was bad. That was a reward. Oops. I, I-
3: I want to be there when this person, when question asker, like, tells a friend, like, their devious plan, like, so I made them get this brownies. And they're like, oh,
1: what'd you put in the brownies? And they're like, butter. There's a sentence in here I want to translate. In response, I've started to hate bake. You just mean bake. (laughs) because <laughs> baking is love right like you can't in, you can't try as hard as you will you can't put hate into a thing that you bake right uh every monday i bring homemade bakers to work that's dope i find the recipe with the most butter you mean the best recipe that there you is! You can
3: actually, you can only put hate into no-bake, because you apply a little bit of heat and it bakes right off. So you need to do, like, a cheesecake, or maybe, like, one of those peanut butter cookies that you don't actually have to bake. You could put some hate in those. That would be an amazing subplot on uh, uh, Great British Bake Off, if one of the contestants is just like, I'm here because Mary Berry killed my <laughs> nephew in a hit-and-run and, run and <laughs> covered it up. And I'm getting back at her the
1: only way I know how. Baking. The, scone, the scone was very buttery, dear. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Hell yeah it was Don't eat that milk. <laughs> no it's a bad break. <laughs> Fucking Paul so Hollywood Like flying through the, the air oh,
3: That's actually man. how Paul Hollywood always thought. That was just our regular Paul Hollywood
1: <laughs> Can we ever Have we ever had a discussion about Paul Hollywood's Name the most British, the very very British baking man, Paul Hollywood. It's his
3: real it's ass. It's his family name. I thought people were fucking with him until literally like two seasons in. I thought that Paul Hollywood, like maybe he'd had like a a, a career for for a bit, trying to make it as an actor or something, and people were just trolling him. Now
1: his name's Paul Hollywood. That would be it's like, like Paul if, Hollywood. If if like um. Sylvester Stallone, right? That's an action movie star, Hollywood movie star name. It'd be like if if his name was like Nigel Sconsworth. Like what?
3: No wait, But the po- the pushback I would say is that Paul Hollywood would be an insane name for any living human. It would be like if your name was Doug Box Office. Like, it doesn't make any sense. It sounds like the name you would make up for an action movie star in a fake movie
1: in the movie you were making.
3: Yeah, a bad movie within a movie within a movie.
1: It would be like if if there was a man named Paul Hollywood who was an action movie star, and then he traded somehow his name one day just became Nigel Bredman. And then, like... Paul Ho- Nigel Bredman received the title Paul Hollywood. It's like a reverse quickening.
3: If your name sure. was Paul Hollywood and you wanted to go into acting, you would legally change your name to something else. Because right. no one would believe that your legal name was Paul Hollywood when you auditioned for anything. <laughs> And, hey, everybody, don't tell me, don't, don't, please, please, don't tweet or email the show. It's like, actually, Hollywood is this building in the UK is the Queen's middle name or something. I don't, I don't want to know. Okay. We, we ruined Hollywood. Okay. We took that one and we ruined it. Whatever it was over in your land. I'm sorry. It's not that anymore. We ruined we stole it. it. It's ours. It's ours. We ruined you couldn't, it. His, if his name was Paul New York, it would be just as fucked up. <laughs> it would be, yeah, not good. Paul um, Montana is that I'm trying to think of one American identifiable state or city that it could be Paul Topeka. That's actually a pretty great name. I like. That. Hi,
1: I'm Paul Florida.
3: <laughs> he That fool follows me on Twitter. I need to DM him. Paul Get Florida? Going. Yeah, Paul Florida. <laughs> yeah, it, you could think of it, Travis. You could be the first person to ever ask him about his crazy name. <laughs> Imagine. I bet he's chomping in the bit to unpack that.
1: Uh, let's do one more Yahoo. This one's sent in by level 9,000. Yeah, Drew, again. Thank you, Drew. It's by, uh, I didn't say his name. Drew Davenport there, write it in the fucking stars. Uh, it's by Yahoo answers user Elizabeth Smith who asks and really think about this cause you're going to hear it. and You'll be like, this is a dumb question. Let's move on. Um, but I really need you to really ponder it. When do waiters eat? If a waiter works from eight to four, when does he or she eat lunch? How do waiters eat? Griffin, because everybody such a thinks dumb question, every- the answers
3: are so obvious. They eat whatever's left over on your plate when you pay out and leave.
1: <laughs> no, because they're waiting, Travis, during that time. If they're, I don't, I don't want. But that's what back- they're waiting for. They're waiting for you to leave so they can eat what's on your plate. That's why, that's why, they, why they call them waiters? waiters. Interesting. Because
3: yeah. they're, they're waiting, waiting to see for- what you leave, and they're like, "Oh, mashed potatoes." I'm not. At nice places, they don't even wait till you leave, they wait till your view is averted, and they'll just snatch while the chicken tenders <laughs> off your plate. <laughs> Those nice fancy chicken tender places!
1: Some restaurants even have extra chairs at each table, and you're supposed to order something for the waiter, and then they bring the food to you, and then they just sit down and have a gab.
3: But the trick is you can never actually see them put food in their mouths. Like so, like you look to your left to see where the bathroom is, and you look back, and their steak's gone. Yeah, and they're just like dabbing the corners of their
1: mouth, and you're like, dang. And they're just dabbing. They're doing the dance. They're the just popular dabbing. Dance. Um, when do they eat, though? Because that was a funny joke, but seriously, I'm looking at these these folks, and I'm saying, "How do you do, when do it?" Because I see, like, a doctor or a, d- a dentist, like uh, they're uh, getting your teeth done. Isn't, like, a biological daily, like, several times a day biological imperative. You can, like, go in your off office hours and go. You got to eat between eight and four. You'll die otherwise. How do the waiters eat and when do they do it?
3: I like to think that there's other waiters who are waiting on the waiters to get what they want when they're back in the back. (laughs) They're just following them around the restaurant. Uh, sir? 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 I actually work at the restaurant across the street. I really need to get back. If you could, Sir?
1: How do they eat, though? I mean, we're talking about a little old lady at this it's point. It's waiters all
3: the way down, Griffin. Yeah. <laughs>
1: you think there's, there's, there's fewer waiters as the, the further you go, right? So a restaurant with 16 waiters. Maybe they have eight waiter waiters that helps them out. And then just diminishing returns, there's four waiter waiter waiters. And it keeps going down to just one waiter 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 waiter. And they'll die. Oh, yeah. But the but, like, the, hey, but, but that's the, nature. I the wheels,
3: the one the, has the, to die so that many may live. Yeah. Do you think anybody like what would happen if you ordered like you're there with you and your spouse
1: uh or only married people order? are allowed to go to restaurants?
3: No, I'm just, I just needed a number, okay? So you're there with your spouse or a significant other or just a friend, maybe, or whatever. Or your insignificant and, other. Or your somebody, a stranger, an escort. I don't care. You're there with one other person and you order three entrees. And when the waiter brings them, you say, the third one is for you. Please. Please see take, and take rest, of those,
0: rest those rest of those puppies.
3: <laughs> That's what they're did you know all waiters are secretly hoping that you'll do that? Did you all, know that? Like that the genies, only time they- <laughs> they're waiting to be freed from their prison. <laughs> you know did you know it's like Dobby, if you give a waiter a dinner, <laughs> they're free and don't have to be waiters well, anymore. I and mean, then they're out of a job. So like no they hate it.
2: <laughs>
1: they fi- they finish this the, the chicken tendos and then you say there will be no tip. And then they turn into smoke and fly into the salt shaker. You've trapped them.
3: <laughs> I'll wait on you now.
1: Now i You've I'm waited wait
3: long on. enough. Allow me. If you went to a restaurant. Okay, listen. Okay. If you went to a restaurant that offered you the option to take your own plates into a window at the kitchen when you were done, would you, but they made it perfectly clear that it's fine if you leave them, would you do it? Is there any bet? Do I save money if I do it myself? There's nothing. There's nothing. Then no. No. Okay, Travis says no. Griffin, what do you say? Yeah, I'd do it. Yeah, I would have no choice. uh, But (sighs) I'm so glad they don't offer the option. I would have absolutely no uh, no choice. I would have to bust my own (laughs) table.
1: I would want some sort of candy from the transaction, though. (laughs) Oh, what a good boy.
3: Uh, Open up. Here comes a peppermint. I would call this restaurant Dick's First Resort. Where it's all about how nice everyone can be all the time. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm ready to go. To the money man. Uh, first up, I want to tell everybody uh, about uh bowling branch. Okay, bowling. If you're sleeping, and you should be, whoa, because whoa, it's uh, slow essential. Down. Yeah, I know. If you're sleeping, it's essential. Then you should be sleeping on the uh, finest sheets available. And for my money, that's bowlandbranch.com, B O L L and branch. They, uh, uh, release the, uh, Luxury linens—that's what they sell. Luxury linens, but you're not paying the crazy markups you pay at a department store. You get all the comfort of luxury sheets without paying luxury prices. Now, I know what you're thinking: I want to try these for myself, but I'm worried about the risk. Well, don't. Just go to BolandBranch.com, B-O-L-L and Branch.com, and they'll let you try them risk-free for thirty nights. If you don't love them, you can send them back. You have nothing to lose. Better than that, if you turn
1: them into ghost costumes, you (laughs) will not. That doesn't. No. no, that ain't going to fly. It is strengthen
3: that, up between you and your siblings bed because you share a room in a 90s sitcom and you guys are having a tiff. As long as you don't puncture them in any way, you can probably still return them. you probably still be okay. Go to com today for 20% off your entire order. That sheets, towels, blankets, debate covers, everything, plus free shipping and all the products come beautifully packaged in their signature boxes. So go to com today for 20% off your entire order and use the promo code my brother and start sleeping a little better for once for a change Griffin, um, can i ask you a question no okay ask justin i'm show. not in the mood right now okay justin i'm gonna ask you yeah do you know wine no i don't know anything about wine well, <laughs> oh, what if you had a friend that you not really, really kn- bu- what? no listen no listen to doing. oh i don't know anything about wine and i really hate it i wish i did oh, are you whining
1: uh-huh. yeah Okay. So what if you had a friend who not only do you knew want about some wine, wine with that cheat? Oh God! Fuck, think- fuck.
3: Go ahead, Trev. What if you had a friend who knew about wine and could get you wine, and all you had to do was answer a few simple questions for them?
1: I do. His name's Jerry. He's been hooking me up since I was fifteen. Thanks, Jerry. <laughs> it's my first Jerry shout out. <laughs> first of many. I can't
3: believe we made it 314 episodes without hitting up Jerry. How have we not mentioned Jerry yet?
1: Um, Jerry. If you know somebody more reliable than Jerry, I'd love to hear it though. (laughs) I do. I know a little thing called Club W. Now, Club W
3: is okay. So maybe you've done like subscription things, you know, for snacks or for underpants or for stuff like that. Well, this is for booze um which i always appreciate and basically what it is is you answer some questions as far as like do you like chocolate or vanilla do you like sweet or savory not you don't need to know any complicated wine terminology or what kind of palate or do you like chardonnay versus whatever All you need to know is, like, what kind of candy you like, what kind of (laughs) food you like. This is my brother Travis. He knows one kind of wine. (laughs) You don't need to know anything about wine in order to enjoy wine, because that's what Club W is there for. You tell them the kind of stuff you like, and they make suggestions for you. And then they're going to ship it to your house. And the best part is, along with it, come these cards that will tell you, like, what you should pair it with, what kind of event it's appropriate for. And it's got, you know, it's usually some pretty cool labels and stuff that, like, your friends probably have never seen in stores before. And it's going to make you look like a real cool person who knows their shit about wine, even though you don't. Right? Right. Right. And so what you're going to do... Is you're going to go to clubw.com/slash/my brother and you're going to get twenty dollars off your first order, which is just a crazy deal. Um, and not only that, but they're going to cover uh, they're going to cover shipping on that for. Uh, orders of four bottles or more. So you're going to get $20 off by going to clubw.com slash brother. and if you order four bottles or more, they're going to cover shipping. It's a great deal. You should go check it out.
1: Hey, I've got a Jumbotron here, and this one is for Stacy, and it's from Tim. I don't know why I sound so accusatory.
3: Yeah. Supposedly.
1: <laughs> um, anyway, Tim says to Stacy, Stacy, three years ago, you went sugar daddy dumpster diving and found me. I hope that's an in-joke. I'm sure it is. Marrying you in April is, was the only way my life could be better you are awesome and i will always love you and now the brothers have recorded permanent proof p.s i'm sorry i had that shirt made that said i'm with bummy love tim 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 Tim. timothy you should have
3: done you should have done better than that tim
1: um this sounds like a wonderful relationship i'm very very happy that you all found each other we got another jumbotron here this
3: message is for shannon it's from jason it says happy birthday my little ham dancer thanks for introducing me to the McRoy <laughs> family <laughs> of fine podcast, and more importantly for sharing your life with me and stuff here's to many many more happy years together it's shaping up to be a pretty sweet ride lots of love now and forever You're Hupsoned.
1: You said that word so right. Um, That's the way it's spelled. I'm just reading phonetically. Hupsoned. I I gotta know what a ham dancer does and is. Oh, me closer, little ham dancer. I'm imagining a sort of competitive sport where a person Uh dances some sort of beautiful interpretive dance, but the whole time you're throwing ham slices at them trying to get them to stick. Wait, you're bologna. throwing at the dancer or the dancer's dancing with ham slices like ribbon dancing? No, no, no. You're throwing them at the dancer. And I think, actually, this doesn't make sense because it would have to be bologna because bologna would have a more uniform um, like shape and aerodynamic properties and travel pattern. And I it wouldn't be fair because like, somebody could bring like a thinly sliced honey ham. That's just not, the, the air resistance alone would stop that from attaching the, itself to the dancer, I think.
3: We're going to have to really workshop this down with the boys in R&D.
1: Yeah, for the great new sport they've been thinking of, baloney toss.
0: Hey, Max Fun community, this is your friend Elizabeth Gilbert, author of Eat Pray Love and a bunch of other stuff. I am a longtime member, supporter, and devoted follower of Maximum Fun. And now, finally, I have my own podcast on the network. It's called Magic Lessons, and it is me coaching people through their creative issues and problems. This season, we have some amazing creators that we're helping through their joys and struggles of making something out of nothing. And then I bring in special guests like Glennon Doyle Melton, Brandon Stanton, Martha Beck, the poet Mark Nepo, Michael Ian Black, Sarah Jones, Gary Scheingart, these amazing friends of mine to come and help coach these people so that they can get their work done. I hope you'll tune into it. It's called Magic Lessons, and it's all about love.
3: All right, folks, uh, as we mentioned at the top of the show, we are joined by very special guests, Um, and right now, you can hear me on their podcast, if I were you, Uh, we're joined by Jake and Amir. (laughs) 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 Applause.
4: All right, thank you. Applause, break.
1: I'm going to have to demand, actually, that you finish this podcast before you go listen to that one like i feel like you dance with the one that brought you and then you dance with That's oh good. yeah for sure
4: yeah because oh. they don't know if we're funny or not yet we haven't won we're, them over yet
1: we are your rich meaty dinner and they're gonna be your your delicious
4: dessert succulent mm. dessert if you guys were a dessert
2: oh. what kind of dessert
4: would you be oh, yeah, oh it's I this kind it. of podcast i, I love, love that <laughs> a flan bam thank you man yeah <laughs> Is, I've that always said is that something? Yeah. Is that, so,
1: is that a, a, a treat served at the Guy Fieri's kitchen <laughs> and grill? It
4: is. Yeah. It's at that and it's at a Denny's. It's at one Denny's in actually Cincinnati where you're moving. Oh, to. that's nice. So yeah. you can actually order that yourself. Did they
1: steal it from Guy Fieri's restaurant yeah, or did actually, Guy Fieri steal it from this one Denny's restaurant? It was in actually Cincinnati? spontaneously created at yeah. both at the same <laughs> Parallel time. Parallel
4: thinking. It combusted <laughs> into one magical dessert. By the way, Guy Fieri. Please, Fieri. 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 A little yeah. respect. <laughs> That's actually Jake's brother. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're joined by Jake Fieri. <laughs> he doesn't call you Travis Fieri. <laughs>
3: that's true, but that's not my name. Yeah. No. But, but I don't right, call yeah. you that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's why. It's true. It's one of the reasons. Um, so you guys do a lot of stuff. We yeah. We
2: try.
3: That's <laughs> true, video, we do. Vi- videos and podcasts and video podcasts. What's harder, videos or podcasts?
4: Oh, Videos, for yeah, sure. Yeah, videos.
3: Nah, well, you sure? Because we don't do many of those, and we do a lot of podcasts.
0: So <laughs> yeah. It seems like
4: podcasting is harder. But why do you, you guys do, do, a, do a
0: lot, lot more podcasts more than us. We yeah. just have the one.
4: Oh, yeah, that's true. We're comparing one-to-one podcasts oh, yeah, these right. easier. If you're have comparing you guys... 23 to one, maybe the podcasts. Yeah, if yeah, we're yeah, just if... comparing our lives to yours, yours are harder, for yeah. sure. Yeah, right? we also have wives and sometimes children, so that's a true. lot harder than probably any podcast or video. One One child equals about eight podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you tell him every night before he goes to bed. <laughs> well, I'll that actually you. fluctuates depending on the
3: the world market. All right. So. Do you, you know rate- I literally had to come down to do this podcast from trying to get my baby to sleep for an hour oh and a half. My gosh! This, this so,
1: not, so not how many incorrect. podcasts?
4: How many podcasts was she? I, that's like the last thing yeah. I whispered
3: to her before she finally drifted off was, "This was like two
4: and a half podcasts." Yeah. Please I rate, believe you. Please rate and subscribe, Daddy. All right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we need your, your five friends. stars. Retweet Uh-oh. this next lullaby. Um. <laughs> So we, we got questions from uh our listeners that we wanted to uh put to you gentlemen. Uh you have uh a, you have provided us with a diverse list of uh expertise here, but we decided to focus on your expertise with um Charles, how did you put it? Electronic communications, uh, digital communications, digital <laughs> communication, oh, okay, <laughs> good. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's cool. yeah well, we you know, I waited to the last minute to put the call out for questions, and I didn't want to make it too confusing. Yeah, uh, uh, you guys also professed a um, uh, a lot of expertise, uh, specifically uh, uh, <laughs> Jake's expertise, uh, according to Amir, with pornography, and it's yeah. a, Jake knows pornography really well. This is, I'm quoting directly, Jake knows pornography really well, like really well, really, really well. See you soon, Amir, P.S., really, really, really well.
0: And honestly, I think he undersold it. (laughs) (laughs) There should have been 10
4: more P.S.'s, (laughs) each more pornographic than the next.
3: Uh, But uh, I'm going to ask a first question here. I move a lot, read six cities in the past four years, including two and a half years in Europe, and therefore have made a lot of connections with people all over the world. I love a lot of these people, but with the distance, the time difference, et cetera, it isn't easy to keep in touch. Any advice on how to maintain long-distance friendships? And that's from Disconnected in the Midwest.
4: Okay. What are your thoughts on having different people in different area codes? I feel like the the answer is just to be really active on social media, like kind of generally.
0: So then you're not keeping up with any one you know person of person but you're you, keeping up with
1: absolutely nobody yeah. yeah
0: it's like more people but more loneliness you just post yeah. on instagram you like a lot of photos you like people's facebook statuses it's the so bare it's,
1: minimum of human connection it's, you it's well, not even that.
0: people you exist social
1: media is like the cotton candy of human interaction and in mm. that it looks like really great and then you really sink your teeth into it, and then it's it's, nothing. All, it's all gone. It wasn't anything at all. Yeah, now your teeth hurt. And, then, and also then the cotton candy says it's going to murder you, Whoa. and it doesn't get banned from being cotton candy anymore.
4: Okay, I think you were just harassed by someone on Snapchat or something, and you're, you're taking it out on, on the candy. Or he
0: was cyberbullied by like a vendor at a carnival. <laughs> that yeah.
3: did that happen he didn't give a, t- a tip to the cotton candy man He's like,
1: I'm gonna tweet about this later you little thug <laughs> at bossmaster18 um, says one of those dudes that did that let me guess how much you weigh thing was just very hateful <laughs> like I'm gonna guess how much you weigh and then they were like 240 pounds I was like <laughs> what no and they're like just kidding here's a s- stuffed animal get the fuck out of here so <laughs> didn't really get super hateful till the end there yeah yeah
4: he didn't stick the
1: landing. <laughs> he also undersold it aren't you three ten I yeah three ten on a good day Hell if, yeah. but if I've got a but if I got a boxing match tomorrow, I can nice. easily get that done how many stone <laughs> yeah some
3: people wouldn't even think that two forty is
1: that much really. no no, real some men.
3: Be, I have friends that have kind of dispersed I feel like Facebook is sort of the cheap version of this right like you can still be supportive and sort of connected with them, but it's just like that's just one click away. Hey, I like that. Yeah, there, but you're, you're missing the magic of the pack your bags and move away. And that is every time you move, it's the perfect excuse to stop the friendships you don't actually care about. Yeah. Because you kind of get stuck in that where you like live in a city and you're like, yeah, I don't really like this guy, but he's in this group of friends, so I have
1: to see him every time we hang out. Then you get to move. You don't but this, have to do that shit anymore. Yeah. It's a self. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy, though, right? Because like I have friends who leave Austin, or friends that I haven't seen in a long time, because like we grew up in Huntington and moved in different directions throughout the country. And then like I'll get an email correspondence from them, and I'll be like, "Oh man, this person is my friend." Like you can invoke some like. That's some, true. Some it's so easy f- to friendship make an magic because all yeah, you gotta do just, is like one call, and someone's like, oh, oh, "You." Oh. You're so special. That's what I said. The expectation is dirt. Like it was so easy. It's so easy to like keep friendships going. Just call them once a year out of the blue. Oh, yeah. and it's like it was really good to hear from Steven today.
0: I like a yearly call, a yearly check, and you just set set a little alert on yeah, every uh, day after
4: <laughs> their day after their birthday. Oh, that's what you're yeah. feeling. Always late. Always do it the day after. Yeah.
3: If you sound a little distracted at the end of the call, it's just because you're making your calendar appointment for the next
4: year. Something really important happens in your life, you're like, oh I can't wait six and a half months to tell Steve about this. Yeah, so you call on their birthday and then the next day you call to check in because it's been a while since you had a non birthday call with Colin. <laughs> Did you friend. see Dead? Did you see Deadpool? Yeah, dog, like that came out in February. <laughs> Yeah, but um, your birthday's in January, so I haven't spoken to you then. <laughs>
3: and that's what do you want from me? <laughs> um, is there a way to get people to take digital RSVPs seriously? I found that Facebook RSVPs are almost 100% unreliable. I thought meetup.com would be more reliant, but people seem to flake on these as well. When did saying yes become no, but I would rather inconvenience you by making you prepare twice as many guests uh, slash attendees. Even group emails are failing. Uh, I organized both small lectures and a kickball team. Help! That's from RSVP <laughs> in Richmond.
4: I literally can't make people show up. I will. I will have them verify and guarantee yeah. in digital writing. For and it small, does nothing. My small lectures.
0: Yeah. I only need four <laughs> a dozen people. Well, my
3: friends are like trying to gather smoke. Please tell me what to do. <laughs> they,
4: they will, and they get off on lying and saying <laughs> they'll come up, they come out, and then they. Now wo- you joke, you joke, but that is a
1: fetish a lot of people have, yeah, which love, is garbage food. They love to know that, like, snacks and appetizers have been thrown in a garbage can somewhere because of their their actions. The kickball's wow.
3: the worst one, though. Like, you just kick it towards the goal, and you think, uh, Dylan RSVP'd, I know he's gonna get this alley it into the goal es- for especially me. Especially when the rich kids camp shows up to take yeah. you on, and you don't have any of your poor but lovable friends with you to beat them, and you're like, I got 20 RSVPs, I don't know what happened! And then the rich kids beat you up. Yeah. yeah.
0: Where's my motley crew of charming misfits. <laughs>
4: now, I, I, crew, I got, totally the beat here. <laughs> I got eight maybes and I figured I could tip the scales if I re-
0: posted on the events wall. I, I have a problem with who posts maybe in a Facebook event.
4: Yeah, just don't post. Yeah. Every you're maybe by default. <laughs> well, if you <laughs> don't that it's maybe. We'll assume you're maybe.
1: <laughs> yeah. I might be at every event in the world tonight. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't
4: know. I, I that, might be. Yeah, I guess I may be going.
3: That's when it's forecast. That's like when it's forecasted. There's a fifty percent chance of rain. That's basically like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, you're you're no more
4: uh, uh,
3: aware than you were before you checked <laughs> the weather.
4: It's fifty percent. Yeah, that's that's the least decisive you can be, right? Or is, <laughs> yeah, have no idea. Or is ten percent? Now now I'm confused <laughs> <laughs> philosophically. there's a two percent chance of rain? <laughs> Yeah, that's more certain. I'm not willing to rule it out, but so there's I, definitely... So I think 50% is maximum uncertainty. Any closer to 100 or
0: 0 right. is yeah, slightly yeah, more Yeah, you're 50-50. It's a coin flip. Yeah, yeah you're guessing. <laughs> uh-huh.
2: <laughs> that's what I, they should
3: say. They should just be
4: like, I don't know, there might be rain.
3: Bye. Yeah. So <laughs> that's my day.
4: Job? I'm going to go enjoy I know my paycheck. 50-50. It could or it couldn't. I'm watching the fucking news so that you tell me yes or no.
1: I think there's different strata of like digital communications and how seriously you take them. So that if I say I'm having a a birthday party on Facebook and I get 10 people saying, yeah, I'm in to that. But then I get a text message going and I'm saying, hey, I'm having this birthday party. And only five people respond to that. I know that five people are going to show up. For some reason, like it being a text message, it makes it more believable that, in a way because you your wouldn't phone.
3: i'm not going to start being accountable for things i do on the internet i do a lot of things on the internet i say a lot of yeah. things on the
0: internet really the, 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 fucked up things <laughs> yeah
3: yeah really dark shit like the, the 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 fingers and hands i use to type into like garbage twitter and say you know te- terrible just junk twenty four hours a day, are the same hands I use, same computer, I use to like R S V P to your thing. Like there's no the I said that on the internet. There's no accountability there. But I then do you have
1: another set of non garbage hands that you use to type
4: out your 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 SMS messages no, to your but friends I use to my let phone. them know? That you're... That's
3: different. That's yeah. my phone. It's I use real. my
4: hands to type and my phone to uh text. And he puts <laughs> on those gloves that have, I have the, the reactive I have stuff gloves. on the tip of the fingers.
1: Yeah. You know, those things? Those are good. Why do we do that? That's true, though. Like... When I text you something, my word is bond. If I say I'm gonna come to your fucking concert on Facebook,
4: I'm probably not going to. So what if it's a what if it's an Android to iPhone green bubble? Is that just oh, just a man, that's just, it's, just, just, just mocking. It's not real. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there's is-
1: well the pro- to further Schrodinger this shit. That, those in my experience go through about fifty percent of the time. Yeah. At that point, it's just we're playing Calvin Ball. If it's green, what's it mean? If it's blue, you know it's true. That's what
4: I've always. <laughs> that's, said. What I've always <laughs> that's, said. that's what I've always. Saturday. You have a tattoo. Yeah, that's right. so cool. Yeah. It's of a pineapple, but still. <laughs> yeah, but if you, you look close, <laughs> I
1: just noticed it. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Use use the cipher. Turn it <laughs> sli- turn it ninety degrees <laughs> in,
4: ninety degrees to the left. Uh, it's glowing. It's <laughs> Don't glowing. look directly at it. It's look green. away in the air. Yeah, it must be green.
3: <laughs> it's actually the de- Declaration of Independence. You got mm-hmm. it. Uh, I've tried online dating. Pretty much all of them, but have not had any luck. We're all talking. of the
1: relationships or all of the online <laughs> I've dated everyone. So. All of the sexes. <laughs> then, uh, everybody.
3: Uh, we're talking uh, anything from a guy telling me he loves me after three dates to one sending me a link to his YouTube so I could see his rap videos before we met. FYI, we never ended up meeting. I guess they were bad raps. So or too question, good. and they <laughs> got Too good. You were intimidated. Uh, so my question is this. What am I doing wrong? What advice can you give me to attract nice, normal guys that's from, can Jake and Amir name me? P.S. I'm a girl. So you guys have to pick a name for this girl.
2: <gasps>
4: All right, I'll say the first thing you say the last. Yep. Jenica. Twinditch. Wow. <laughs> All right, next question. That was really good. <laughs> it's what they call um, an alley-oop in the comedy game. Uh, this.
0: So she's tried everything and she hasn't had any luck. Yeah, yeah. no
3: luck on the online the, dating.
0: Yeah. Uh, there's no the unfortunate thing is that she just needs she needs to keep on trying she has to yeah. keep on plugging. The but what's is- the
3: best practices? What's the tips and tricks?
0: I think the only tip is that like almost
4: a hundred percent of guys on these apps suck. Right. So so like and you only need one. Like I if you, you hear about people like yeah I married a lot like a hundred people and now I found the my soulmate and now we're married. It's like okay nobody cares about the ninety nine failures because you found the one good one. It's a numbers game. Uh, she just has be exact- only been out with maybe 8 guys instead of 99. Well she should get off <laughs> if she's on Tinder she's she should
0: uh, switch to Bumble.
4: Oh, that's a good upgrade or Hinge. These are fake, or these
0: are
3: real (laughs) You have to remember,
4: we're three very married guys. Yeah, yeah, those are real, but here's a couple fake ones. You know, if Bumble doesn't work out, you should try out Juicy. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Juicy, but if Juicy's not good, try Not You. Oh, yeah, Not You is really fun. (laughs) Or you can try uh, Tyka, T-I-Y-K-A-H. Yeah. Uh,
0: So, Bumble is one where you, when you match somebody, the girl is the only person that can initiate the conversation
1: oh that's so much so of good. course that solves
0: so many problems yeah so there's like a lot of douchebags who are like "Ah, oh, this app doesn't give me a
4: way to prey on people yeah so forget it it, it. <laughs> it weeds no those stars. people out yeah and hinge <laughs> i think works with it, it starts with the networks of your friends so like it sets you up with friends of friends or maybe friends of friends oh of friends. see
1: i don't actually like that one i want yeah. complete I want, I want complete and yeah. the ability to just break away. Yeah. No, just that's because no.
4: like that, your friends that, it's with a, a lot of your exes like on Facebook. So I don't want to have, I don't want to go. Yeah. That's an, I, well, that's maybe an I do issue. actually. Yeah. But the guys on there might be nicer because, you know, they're friends of somebody, you know, rather than a complete stranger. But then how do you tell them
3: that
1: you've been a ghost the whole time and you are only allowed to walk the earth one week out of the year?
4: Uh, I would do That's it in English, romantic. just like how you said
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, And also there's a, there's another exclusive dating app just for people who walk the earth just one day a year.
4: Oh, yeah. It's called um, March March 15th what that's the name ides I'd brides yeah oh wow that was wow. fast Thank you. jesus travis <laughs> that's another tattoo um, <laughs> I'd <Brides. laughs> the ides have it
1: i don't want to andy rooney all over this great guest segment but um i did get i did online dating for like a minute in when i lived in chicago um it's before i met. i know well okay like it was several cents. months and back then you had like three options and like you a match which is like you got a pay, but it's usually a better quality of client- clientele. And you had OK Cupid, which was like the wild, wild west. Um, and you had Farmers and I, Only. And yeah. you had Farmers Only. And then like, some, I don't know what happened, but now there's like there really is one for one-a-day ghosts, and there's one for like people who only want to use colonoscopy pictures as their profile pic. Like, there's <laughs> one for every single person, so much so that there's like, gotta be a dating app up there that only two people use, and it's like oh, uh, you then. They're uh, perfect yeah. for each other. The colonoscopy
4: pictures one is called Deep Connections. Wow, he is Jesus good. Travis. And you won't you'll cut out the 45 minutes he took to think about that.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> because he was shushing us for close There's to a an huge hour. Whiteboard behind I'll, him. Get so I'll get I'll get ah. He said, "Hold on, hold on. Ides Brides. <laughs>
3: Uh, speaking of, I, uh, recently saw, um, the, uh, the, even, speaking of all the dating apps, there is a, uh, the room dating website for fans of the room started by, uh, room director, Tommy Wiseau. Uh, oh God. I fa- was, still, yeah.
1: I was so down with it until that last part.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, just to, just to give you a, a quick sampling, uh, I saw this on Tumblr. There's a list of, uh, the most popular interests on theroomdating.com and they are as follows pizza. Computer Business, Football, Watching, DIY Bio, Biotechnology, Kitcher Williams, The Room, Beta Breakers, Young Nietzsche. Those are the most <laughs> popular interests. The best, of course, is watching.
4: Yeah, what's watching? How Just is that different watching. than football?
1: <laughs>
3: Just watching. And the other category and interest has Living Intensely.
1: Do you think anybody's ever, like at their wedding somebody's like tell me the story how you guys met again like well there's this online dating website that this unwrapped
4: mummy made about his movie (laughs) it's called watching football watching football
3: (laughs) is there a point at which everybody just has their own dating app that's just them on it and they're just waiting for people to come join like it gets welcome to (laughs) lonelysteve.com lonelystevereynolds.com oh
0: that's good that is kind of an interesting idea. If you just, welcome, if you were single, you like had a website with a picture of your face, and people could just come and be like, "I'll take you." Yeah, yeah sure, done. Like, it's okay, called, I'll take you. This is
1: my bespoke dating website. <laughs> called, Hello, welcome my to your girlfriend. Welcome to I want to date the lead singer of Smash Mouth. <laughs>
0: uh, let's see. Um, <clears throat> What's the lead singer from Smash? Smash Mouth. Steve tonight. Harwell. Wow. Steve wow. Harwell. That is it. I was going to guess Guy Fieri.
3: Only on his off days. It's like a Chris Gaines, Garth Brooks kind of thing. It
0: really does seem like they might be the same guy with uh, one has bleached hair and the other one doesn't, right? Like <laughs> I, think,
3: just, I, 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 I think actually Lee Singer ben. Smash Mouth bleached his hair. Oh, okay. No. This is a very odd segue. I was on a dating app and I came across the profile for someone I immediately recognized as from a local band that I like a weird amount. I might have made a cross stitching <laughs> of some of their lyrics and hung it over my bed. Uh, yeah, over their bed it says, Hey now, you're an all star. Get your day one. I oh, stare cool. at it <laughs> every morning to remind myself that I am an all star. It's a Shrek
1: poster. Is <laughs>
3: uh okay uh i messaged him and pretended that i didn't recognize him so he wouldn't think i was creepy now we've been chatting which is awesome but i don't know how to come clean it feels like it's too late do i have to tell him i know who who he is and i'm weirdly into his band i am uh obviously i'd take down the cross stitching before we hooked up (laughs) or should i just accept that if i want this to be a thing i must now live a lie that's from catfish i guess
4: wow you never know if you don't know you never know if you don't grow you never shine if <laughs> you don't glow oh yeah you never shine if you don't glow that's pretty my good advice. lyrics pretty good lyrics it's favorite. interesting because you can shine and not glow
3: i i would have thought that the easiest way would be to leave the cross stitch up the first time you hooked up yeah and he's like hey what's the uh don't worry about it i don't want to interrupt <laughs> the moment and then later you're like oh i thought i mentioned we did just have sex so i guess everything's cool
4: yeah i would play it cool i think i think you might as well not freak him out until he gets he gets to know the real you and then you're like by the way i'm a pretty big fan and that's like on the honeymoon that's when that comes out you know like at what point is it a cute story
0: and not
3: a creep story yeah
1: i think you have to wait till you're in love and he's not gonna leave oh yeah uh, live the lie love the lie this isn't a catfish is it though it's like, not a, te- a technical catfish. I don't think it's, it's a technical
0: a catfish because she's not pretending to be someone she's not. She's just except for somebody who's, not like somebody. she's pretending he's someone he's not.
1: <laughs> oh,
3: it, it's, it's a reverse, reverse catfish. catfishing.
0: <laughs> this is a dog, Fish, bird dog thing. Yeah, it's a dog. What dogfish? <laughs> dog bird.
2: Dog, <laughs> I said. Yeah, dog on the side dog bird. of the
3: catfish, it's a dog Oh, all right. Yeah,
0: I like a dog bird.
3: Uh, you know, they really long, are
0: quick. Jesus there's
3: a Christ. long game you can play here, and that is to just hang in there. And don't say anything, because if you do continue to date this person, eventually you will have to see their band so many fucking times that you actually will no longer be a fan. You will yeah. actually go full circle, and it's like, if I have to hear them play Walking on the Sun one more fucking time, I'm going to attempt to walk on the sun myself uh, and set myself <laughs> a light. But you just hang in there long enough, and you won't be a fan anymore.
4: Yeah, two things. One Maybe you can cover up the cross-stitching with a poster that says, Hang in there, kitty. That's, that reminds you to hang in there long enough. <laughs> and two, a little bit of an aside. As we record this podcast episode, Smash Mouth is doing a concert at The Grove right here in L.A.
1: Oh, no, they, What are we doing they, here? They fucking opened for us in Boston, basically.
4: Oh, they, like at the Wilbur?
1: They did
3: a free um, show the night before... That we missed. But they're like, they're getting around, I guess. They're but we did fast. the next day get to hear someone talk about that they also saw Daughtry perform and how much better the free Smash Mouth show was than the free Daughtry show.
4: They yeah. are, yeah, they're playing at a mall right now. So it's like American Girl Store, uh, Aeropostale, and then Smash Mouth. How right do you know to, like, Smash an Mouth's
0: tour schedule?
4: Well, I, I know He's that on they're, the forums every day. I know that they're that at the say. Grove tonight.
3: I'd go see Smash Mouth. That's I'd fucking, fucking absolutely heartbeat. go see them. For no free question. in a mall?
4: Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah.
3: Especially little... if I can hit, hit the gap after. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see. We got another question here. I'm a grown ass woman who's been texting for over 10 years, but I have yet to figure out just how the hell to end a text conversation. If I have to go to work uh, or sleep or drive, it's easy to just say that. But otherwise, they all seem to stagger slowly towards an awkward, clumsy end. How do I know when the conversation is over? And that's from Rachel Rosing.
0: They never end, it's a thread. It's a text. I, I hate that answer. Yeah, yeah. Does I that like mean they're to
3: respond at any time, Jake? Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. No. My time is
0: my own. I know. Nope But you don't have to. I mean, you don't have to respond right away. Yes, I do. You. Oh, so I.
4: I'll let text hang forever, and I'll just, and then I'll respond, and I'll be like, "Oh, sorry, I was doing." Something. It's like how do you how do you end an email thread? Does does it end, or does it just naturally? You just cancel your account. Yeah. I throw account. my computer away. <laughs>
3: I am um, every time I, someone texts me, I immediately respond because I'm afraid that if I do not, they will think I am dead. Mm,
1: yeah, I mean that's that's tough. That's
0: on my it's life. A, works. It's a hard world that we have to live in.
1: Yeah, I feel like there should be. You remember when William Shatner used to end all of his tweets with my best, comma Bill, <laughs> um, which was very very good. And then he realized how just how much of that sweet character space he was wasting yeah. um, with that, and so he just started doing MBB in all capital capable letters. Um I wish that there was like an emoji stamp of just like you know my my best Griffin and then you know like Griffin has left the conversation. I wish you could also do that just like Griffin has left this text message conversation. Oh like and people would see
0: that in the change Going offline like on AOL. Well I think the thumbs up emoji is a really is a pretty great stamp actually. Sure yeah.
1: I like okay, all of us are such popular internet commodities right i think we have the ability to push something a a new sort of um standard of communication forward um i would like to put out there and just see if you guys pick it up and run with it the idea that the monorail emoji can be like the stamp at the end of a conversation as if to say i'm going to get on this monorail and leave this conversation now.
3: (laughs) Well, that works until you go to Disney World, and then you're
1: like, I'm about to get on the, oh, shit. Oh, shit. (laughs) Well, that's fine, too. You don't want to get texts while you're in Disney World. Somebody would be like, hey, what are you up to? And you would just send them monorail, and they'd be like, oh, they're at Disney World. They don't want to get my fucking texts all day while they're on the new (laughs) Star Wars ride.
3: Uh, My uh, wife's dad has uh, figured out a pretty good solution to this. He ends every text to her with love, dad. So that way he never has to respond if you think about it. It's like, no, no, no. There was a, there was a signature at the end. I said love, dad. That was the end of it. That was the end of our text.
4: That was the end of our conversation forever. Love, <laughs> <Well, Forever>. dad, <yeah, laughs> monorail. Monorail. <laughs> monorail.
3: That's a good idea, Grimm. It's more of a Shelbyville idea. But here are some questions for my dudes, Jake and Amir. <laughs> what Tinder bio would make you swipe right? I don't know if that's the good one or the bad one.
4: Oh, like what tinder bio if <laughs> we saw I'll tell you no, what No Justin t- doesn't know which direction
1: is the good one. Oh, what's that's a good the question. Direction? It, it oh, depends, depends who's good.
4: swiping. <laughs> right is right. Oh yeah. Okay. Right, right, is right. right.
3: Okay. So what's a good Tinder bio?
4: I don't like when it's like, hey, I'm five foot nine, you have to be taller than that, sorry. Like demands or rules right off the bat. Right. If um, you if you blank swipe left. That's yeah. what like a lot of bios say. Um I guess uh, if I see uh, a sincere song or movie quote, I'm like kind of a little bit turned off because like maybe that person <laughs> takes themselves a little bit too seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if they announce that they're
3: like a black widow or like a praying mantis, but like in human form, and they kill their mate? Is
4: that a left or a right? That's oh, that's cool. that's sexy. Yeah, well, yeah. okay. <laughs> Especially right. if well, like you that? start to see like kind of like the the what is it the red hourglass symbol on their belly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and you start to realize, holy shit, that wasn't a back. joke.
3: I'm literal spider, and I'm using an actual
0: spider. You dated a Daddy Long
4: Legs for a couple months, is yeah. that correct? Yeah, I hooked up with a mosquito once, <laughs> which was so awesome of me.
3: And I've, been, um, I've done that before. It's so
4: draining. Oh! Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Can you say I found that really draining? Because I just thought of a really <laughs> oh, quick, yeah, yeah. A, a sure, quick-witted retort to that. Well, not that. quick-witted. Well, just- yeah, I was pretty fast to figure it out. I just need a... Let's we'll set it, it up one more time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay
3: uh, you know, I tried that once, but it was it was pretty draining.
4: Wow. That's that's malarious That is malarious. <laughs> uh, okay. <Wow>. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll edit that in. We'll drop that in. <laughs> yeah. How? There's a. There's another. Or if question you think here. of a if you think of a better one, put it over malarious. Okay. Yeah.
1: We have that. We have that Mission Impossible technology that Philip Seymour Hoffman tech, where we can just play all the sentences you've said so far, and have you say new, completely uh,
2: original oh, sentences. That's awesome. It.
1: Uh, There's another
3: question here from Lane. That one was also from Lane. How can I get my older coworkers to stop asking me how Snapchat works?
0: Oh, man. Yeah. Your parents came for your
4: Facebook, and now they're coming for Snapchat. Where do we go next, young America? <laughs> I'll meet y'all there. Where <laughs> shall we retreat? Too late for Old Blooms.
0: <laughs> My knees aren't as good as they used to be.
3: I, I have to pick up some Nexium, then I'll, I- <laughs> I'll meet you guys over there. Do you think it's because I just recently figured out what Snapchat how it works, and I think it has to do with people like assume there must be something more to it. Yeah, it's like, very simple. That's why it took me so long because I was like, okay, but like. What do, I, what do you actually do with it? Because, like, I'm doing it, and it's just people sending me pictures of cats. Yeah. So, like, it's what po- is it, really? It,
1: it's Pokemon Go for people who hate memories.
3: <laughs> I see uh, my, my sister-in-law is 15, and sometimes I see her just, like, joylessly pounding through all the Snapchat she has, just to, like, get him out of her way and clear, clear it out. And I realize what it actually is, is training for uh, uh, inbox adulthood.
2: That's basically
3: Uh, what it's like to go through your email as an adult. So they're, like, getting great training in how to just uh, mindlessly dig through all the garbage that gets dumped on their desk
0: every day. Can you imagine if that was how email worked? If, If it disappeared after 24 hours? Fuck, that would be so good. Are you kidding me? Let's invent a new email app. Guys, (laughs) Guys, <laughs> edit Snapchat. this part out. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to meet afterwards.
3: Could you try to convince them that Snapchat is just taking pictures and texting them to people? Like, they just text random snaps of themselves to uh, friends and family and insist that they're Snapchatting? Just watch them do anything and say, that's Snapchatting.
2: You yeah, just that's Snapchat, what you
3: just that's did. That's it. Snapchat is native in your phone. Here it is. <laughs> Snapchat <laughs> is different
4: for all of us. What is your Snapchat? Yeah, What's your do, Snapchat story? How do that's you a hashtag... How do you hashtag squad Snapchat? Let us know by answering below. <laughs> oh, you're um, using you're the calculator, at your podcast
3: player, right now. There should oh, be oh, a text oops. box lit yeah. at the bottom where you can
1: input your answer.
4: Now, triple click on the Go 30 app.
1: <laughs> I don't have any more questions.
4: Yeah, well, that's uh, it. That we ran out of questions. You wow. guys
1: really burned those down.
4: We've solved all the issues in the world congratulations more or less
1: yeah those were the most important ones to
0: be sure
3: so what are you guys working on right now what, what can people uh, find more of you
4: uh great question the podcast yeah. is a big one uh, our podcast if i were you uh is on a network headgum that we started so if so what's that podcast all about That podcast is, Jake and I, much like this podcast, giving advice. So it
1: does sound like this podcast a lot. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And I was on the most recent one, so I might just do their podcast from now
0: on and just leave you guys here. That'd be awesome. I I would move into this room.
3: Yeah, we'll just, okay, let
4: my wife move to Cincinnati. I'll stay here in this apartment. (laughs) We're all together. It's going to be wacky. As the two podcasts become one. Even worse podcast. We negatively <laughs> affected each other. It was not good. Yeah. What it'll it'll be like. Goal. It'll
1: be, like, full house if Danny was just a shithead and yeah. also didn't have any kids. Didn't yeah. have any
0: family. So he was just a, an, a guy living with his his brother and
4: his friend. Yeah. 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 Okay. Brother-in-law and friend.
0: All right. Perfect.
4: Uh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, the, 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 the podcast is one big thing, and then uh, our network is another, and then we have that show on Vimeo, uh, Lonely and Horny, which is Jake and I sort of taking these questions and answers and putting it in a narrative setting. What if this guy didn't know about these podcasts? Uh, this clueless uh, man trying to navigate dating in 2016.
0: Yeah, no, we get questions like, I'm cheating on my girlfriend at college and it's going great. How can I keep my girlfriend from finding out about my new college girlfriend?
1: Good yeah. Lord. Yeah, people are people are not good. Have you thought about just calling the show just like, bad and horny? Oh, maybe season two. I or just say- like, how about bad boy? Ooh, bad, boy.
4: bad Boy sounds almost too hot. Oh, Bad Boy's is taken. <laughs> yeah, Bad Boy's well, not fine. the singular. Yeah. <laughs> what if you it was just up- Martin Lawrence?
3: <laughs> Call it Bad How Boy about- and the only change is that you show up in a leather jacket and then everything else is basically the same
0: there is an episode where Amir's wearing the
4: uh, Ryan Gosling jacket from Drive yeah the scorpion which was based on a podcast question where it's like a, a friend in our group keeps wearing this Ryan Gosling jacket from Drive how do we tell him to stop
1: oh, I thought you were saying Drive was based on a podcast question <laughs> yes.
4: like,
0: yeah. I, I think I, it I was just... loosely loosely inspired by This American Life <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. <laughs> episode 12
1: Monorail
0: Monorail,
4: Monorail.
3: Thank you so much to Jake and Amir for taking the time to talk with us. Uh, they're nice, nice fellas. Nice boys. Good boys. Real good boys. Real good boys. I uh, want to remind you that you have now, I'm going to give you an official uh, uh, time time remaining to order our uh, awesome card game expansion for the game monikers. You have nine days left. Okay, for $10, bucks, you are going to get the McElroy Collection. Which, uh, it, let me back up. If you don't know Monikers, it's a game, uh, kind of like, uh, it's sort of a take on charades, but fun. And uh, you, it, it's a great party game, uh, one of the very most fun ones you can play. It's widely available, by the way. I saw it in the Honey, West Virginia Target today. So Whoa. it is, yeah, it's out there. Um, we have an expansion of that game, uh, full of uh, jokes from the show and references from all the McElroy family of products uh, uh, that that is available there for you. We wrote all the cards. There's like 112 of them, um, and it was really hard to write all of them, because we didn't know what to say, but we did it anyway, because we never say die. We never give up. And you can pre-order it for 10 bucks. and once this pre-order period ends, we have no plans at the moment to make more than that. So the pre-orders are all we're doing. So uh, you'll want to pre-order those, and we'll have them out by uh, the b- before the holiday season, I believe, or, or within the holiday season. They'll be there in the time of the holidays. Uh, but you have nine days left. Go to McElroyCollection dot com, pre order that, and uh, don't miss out because you'll be really sad. Um, and you know, uh, order a bunch of them, then make a killing in the black market. That's sure to
1: emerge once well, that uh, period ends. I mean, we. I guess that's Well, fine. don't do that. Well, no, that's don't fine. don't um, do that. It's fine, but don't do that.
3: It's fine, but don't do that. Wink. Um, a portion of those sales will also go to grow. Uh, Huntington, that is a new, uh, urban farming, pro- uh, urban farming project here in Huntington. Uh, it's, it's, it's supposed to fight addiction with urban farming, giving people who are in addiction recovery, um, uh, a productive way to spend their energies. And it's a really cool project. Growhuntington.org, by the way, is the G-R-O, no W, uh, growhuntington.org is the website if you want to check more information on that, but a portion of all sales from uh, our expansion is going to go directly to them. So you're helping out a good cause too. So McElroyCollection.com is that website address. Please go and pre-order that now. You only have just nine days left. Um, as we've announced previously, we are doing My Brother, My Brother, and Me TV show with CISO, and we need your questions for that. So we've set up uh, like a Google form that you could fill out to submit your questions. Um, if you go to bit.ly forward slash askmbmbamtv, you can submit your questions there. Um, you know, there's a couple different kind of guidelines on there and some stuff for you to fill out. And then your questions could be featured on the TV show. We really need uh, your questions, so go submit it now. Um, also, I want to let everyone know that I do a podcast with my friend Tybee called Interobang, um, where we kind of, like, Talk about the stuff that's frustrating us about the world and try to make sense of it all. And we are doing our first ever live show here in Los Angeles on August 13th at 7.30 p.m. at the three clubs. Um, Tickets are only $8. And like I said, it's our first show. So we're really excited about it. And We'd love to have just a great crowd there. Um, you know, we're not 100% sure what we're going to do, but we know it's going to be great. Um, you could get tickets ahead of time if you want to go ahead and get it out of the way and you just know that you're on the list by PayPaling us eight bucks with like your contact info. Uh, our PayPal is interobangcast at gmail.com. Um, and in the meantime, if you want to go check out the show,
1: you can go to interobankcast.com uh, and check it out. And we hope to see you there. Uh, I want to thank Maximum Fun for having us on their wonderful network. You can go to MaximumFun.org and check out all the amazing shows on the network. They're all so super good. I guarantee if you just start clicking links, you're going to find uh, two to three shows that you are absolutely going to adore. Uh, I'm Talking about shows like the Beef and Dairy Network and One Bad Mother and uh, uh, Baby Geniuses. There's there's so many amazing shows, and and you can find them all at MaximumFun.org. We also have a bunch of other podcasts that we do. Uh, which you can find all at McElroyShows.com. That includes the d d podcast we do uh, called The Adventure Zone. That includes Sawbones, a podcast Justin does with his wife, Sydney, about medical history. It, in- it includes Schmanners, a show that Travis does with his wife about uh, manners and the-, the the proper application of them. And Rose Buddies, a podcast I do with my wife, Rachel. We're about to, uh, uh, later this week, record the season finale episode talking about The Bachelorette. And then immediately the day after, fucking Bachelor in Paradise, because ABC has lost their fucking minds with how they pre- debut content on their channel. Anyway, it's good news oh, for you, though, right? Why I are you get, complaining? Well, because well, we have to do two podcasts in one week. It's not oh, yeah. good news. I can't imagine what that's like, Griffin. Um, well, okay, I, so, then seven podcasts in one week on top of the other six. Anyway, it's all at macroshows.com. Uh,
3: Quick uh, PO Box update Griffin now has a PO Box, which I swear to God I will put on macroyshows.com. I'm going to all. I'm going to come to your house. Great. With all our other contact info, Um, I am moving back to Cincinnati at the end of August, so I'm going to discontinue my P.O. Box then. Um, If you've already sent something, don't worry about it. I'm still going to be here another month checking it, but don't send anything else out new from now forward. If you want to send anything, you can send it to Griffin or Justin.
1: Okay. uh, And thanks to John Roderick and the Long Winters for these four theme song. It's a departure off the album Putting the Days to Bed. It's really good. Griffin do uh, you have a final Yahoo for I us I do a send in by Riding High Zoe Kinski Thank you Zoe It's by Yahoo Answers user DDD Who asks Not the Kirby villain It's like the letter Three times DDD asks Will bong water Get my plants high <laughs> I like My name's
3: Justin McElroy
1: I'm Travis McElroy I'm Griffin McElroy This has been my brother my brother and me Kiss your
3: dad Square on the lips But will it
1: MaximumFun.org.
2: Comedy and culture. Artist owned.
1: Listener supported. Hello. This month's Beef and Dairy Network podcast is an Olympic special recorded here on Ipanema Beach in Rio de Janeiro. We'll be tackling all the big issues. Should athletes be allowed to eat lamb? Should Olympic equestrian riders be able to ride on a cow? All these questions and more answered in this month's Beef and Dairy Network Olympic special. Find us at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts from.